What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod Thrones, Hoopla, and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network from Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California. This is the Shiznit and your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dino Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Damon. Good day, Mike. A good day, Charlie Bell. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It is a new year. It is. It is a new year. And I haven't seen you all since last year. But, um... Yeah, we're going to catch up, see what everybody's been up to over the holiday break and what not. Tell you guys what I've been up to. You know how we do. But uh, for today's show, what we got up, we're going to be talking about our favorites of 2014. We're going to be talking about um, there's a mom who says she left her toddler on the porch. I'm calling bullshit on her. There's a father and son uh, suspect in West Virginia who shoot uh, a couple of cops. And uh, there's an Idaho toddler who shot his mom at Walmart. So we're going to be getting into that. And then we got a special surprise guest uh, interview. It's uh, actually pre-recorded. We're going to roll that in. I don't even know if I should tell you guys, but I- I'm going to go ahead and tell you. It's-, it's Bug Nutty from the What Up Show. So we got Bug Nutty here, and he's going to be, uh, uh, we're going to play that interview that I had with him earlier, and uh, we have uh, the Average Guy Question of the Week, and some feedback, and that's about it. Um, we had, speaking of feedback, we got some good feedback about our uh, our award show uh, last episode, the Shitty Awards. <laughs> so all those who um, did not get a chance to uh, be nominated. Hopefully this year you will be on the show and get a chance to be nominated to win yourself a shitty award. And uh, <laughs> this year uh, when we have it, we're going to have, instead of the Academy, we're going to have the listeners do all the voting. So you guys be ready to vote for all your your favorite guests and episodes and co-hosts and all that good stuff of, for the shitties. So <laughs> you got twelve months to get ready. That's right. That's right. You got twelve that, months. To, that's three hundred sixty-five days. No, three hundred sixty-one days. Oh, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> and the countdown has begun. <laughs> so what up? What up with you, D? What, what's your uh, 
what's been going on since last year? How was your Christmas and New Year's and all that sort of rut? Oh, man, you know, I'm just recovering from the uh, my post-Christmas guilt. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, you know, there, there's always, you know, you always have, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, well, I, I put it like this. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people get down on, on the commercial commercialization of Christmas. I, I actually, I actually enjoy the commercial <laughs> commercialization of Christmas when I'm getting something. Right. Right. But, but you know, but when I, I don't get somebody, but when I have to get somebody something, then the commercialization of Christmas is just wrong. We should be celebrating. Exactly. We should be celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Except when I'm getting presents. Except when right. I'm getting presents, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so, you know, you, you got you to gotta go out and get something for somebody, and you end up, you know, you have a limit. You end up, like, okay, I'm going to spend, like, five five bucks. <laughs> I'm going to spend five bucks on my coworker, and then you end up, you know, your five bucks turns into 30 bucks mm-hmm. after a while. Yeah, because you can't get shit for five bucks. Exactly. <laughs> Some gum. Yeah. You know? Here's a yeah. pack of gum I got you. It's the thought that counts, motherfucker. Yeah. Five yeah. bucks is a very limited limit. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't think much of you, so that's well, <laughs> that's why you got gum, bitch. Yeah, well, yeah that's, that's the thing. It's like you, you go to get C's candy, and it's like, whoa, man, I didn't know it cost that much. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, you know... Um, yeah, you know, it, uh, it did the family thing, and it, it wasn't wasn't all that great. Uh, I wish I no? yeah, I wish I'd gone to visit Dino Red's family. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you would have had a good time. Yeah, yeah. Well, see that they, I know the people at Dino Red's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so what happened at your family gathering? Uh, it, it was it was it, you know it was kind of like uh, well whose house are we going over? Oh, whose house? Ron's <laughs> house. <laughs> they showed up at Ron's house, man. He called security on it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it was it, it was like you know my. You know, well, I usually like my my mom's is where she's going, and I usually roll with her. And uh, we had brunch at at a, at a family friend's house, and that was pretty nice. But I didn't know anybody, mm-hmm. so I mean, I I knew like I knew uh, yeah, I knew one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm I'm not really, you know, I, I see them once every few years, mm-hmm. so I don't know them well. Uh, so it was you know, and then we went over to my family's house, and and you know, went over to one aunt's house. And then she wanted to go over her brother's house, and, and, and so she was doing like a, uh, a peppermint patty on you. Yeah, like, peppermint patty go over Chuck's house, and Chuck trying to go over to his granny's house, and uh, yeah, yeah, peppermint patty. I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, why am I here? And. Uh, you know, and I, yeah, that was pretty much it. And you know, was, you know, I'm not a kid. I don't have kids, so there's, you know, you never want to be asking existential questions on Christmas. <laughs> why, why am I here? <laughs> what is the meaning of all of this? <laughs> hey, you don't want to do that during a Laker game. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. The Lakers should be asking themselves that. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm here for the paycheck. That's why I'm. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, okay, uh, Charlie Bell, what, what's been up with you? Spank me, pull my hair. Shut up. Pull my hair. Oh, spank shit. Pull my you know hair. what? I almost feel guilty coming after that <laughs> sad tale no, of no, woe. You got to bring the people up. <laughs> 
My, I had the best holidays ever. Ever, yeah. ever, ever. Well, we, we figured it, there was a... Um, uh, there was a theory that was mm-hmm. floating around the Red Rock Studios when you didn't show up at the uh, the last show of the year for what the, was the, the, the war. The, the war. The uh, theory was that your car wasn't really broke down; that, that your ass was broke down <laughs> from the uh, from the the turn up the night before. That you got turned up and turned out. No, I didn't and get turned you out. Was, you were so woe out that you couldn't make it, and you just no. uh, used the, the car as an, a convenient excuse. No, you that, know that was what? a theory. Thank you for that theory. <laughs> you know, okay, so that was a super fun party, and I did get a little turned up. But I will tell you, I actually made sure to keep the turn up within, you know, I modified the turn up. I didn't get as turned up as I normally would have. So the volume was only up to seven. <laughs> exactly. Okay. It wasn't on 11. Yeah, like, exactly. Was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, um, I, you know, I knew I had to come, oh, I was supposed to come here the next day, and then my car gave me trouble. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. But the real thing was going to Hawaii. That shit was so bow, bow, dope. Bow. Like, I seriously want to move to Hawaii. Like, it was, I felt... Was that your first time? That was my first time. Oh, okay. I felt spiritually connected to the land, the people. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You're laughing. I'm dead serious. I. It was awesome. Wait, which island did you go to? Um, I went to two islands. I went to Maui and Kauai. Okay. And um, in Maui, oh, my God. We stayed in this freaking. We were basically staying in the jungle, like on the road to Hana. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, you know, now, was it with family or friends? Both. Both. Okay, family yeah. and friends. Oh, yeah. What's that like? <laughs> it was awesome. It was a freaking week long party. It was mm-hmm. so good, and I mean, it's just it looks like paradise. Like all the cliches that you hear about Hawaii, right. they're all true. <laughs> so, what were, what were your accommodations? Did you guys stay at a hotel, or you guys get like some no some little huts, or what, what, what did, was that? We did VRB. Uh, vacation rental by owner. Uh huh. So, okay. Right. So in in Maui, like what we did on the East Coast. Mm-hmm, exactly. So in Maui, we stayed in this secluded, like tropical beach cottage that was just like literally like off in the cut. Like you, you were off roading to get there. And, okay. I mean, totally cut off from civilization. It was amazing. I'll show you the pictures. Like it, the, you know, you get up in the morning and you're just surrounded by jungle. Like literal jungle, it was awesome. And then um, in Kauai, my niece rented this baller ass condo, <laughs> so we went kind of from one extreme to the other. But they right. were, they were both isolated, mm-hmm. but it was awesome. We just like, you know, um, drove around, went to all the different beaches, saw the. Sites. And you were there for New Year's as well. Yes. Okay. Well, I went back to Maui for New Year's because my friend wanted to. It was funny; she wanted to go back to uh, Maui for the nightlife, but we got there and we find out there really is no nightlife. Really? So, yeah. So we ended up. Yeah, I believe Maui's is like a couple's island, like it, a, more more or well, less. I I just heard because uh, last time I went to Hawaii, Hawaii was like thirty years ago. But um, I, I had heard they had, they had Hawaii back then. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, <laughs> it wasn't a state. They, but. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but they they were territory. <laughs> <laughs> like, motherfuckers running around in grass skirts, literally. Like that wasn't a costume. That's really what they wore back then. Right. That's all the clothes they had. We, we went, we went by canoe. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah. I, but but I, but I had heard that I mean because Waikiki is supposedly the most yeah. I mean uh, uh, Oahu yeah, yeah Oahu is like the, the well the Hawaii and then Oahu mm. 
And, yeah. and, and but uh, Maui, it, it was like considered to be up and coming, and, and I thought that that was where uh, that it was becoming the new the new Waikiki. Yeah, no, mm-mm. there was like almost no nightlife. When we, we asked like the concierge and the, mm-hmm. the bartenders, you know, the people who worked there and lived there, were mm-hmm. like, "Well, what should we do? Where's mm-hmm. the club?" They're like. Club? What is this club? You speak. Kind of, they're like everyone's going to the beach to watch fireworks. I was right. like, what? That's on the other island, right? Exactly. So, so we so we just walked around like the tourist area, and then we stumbled into like this local dive bar, which was the best possible thing mm-hmm. that could have happened. And they were turned up, and we turned mm-hmm. up with them, and mm-hmm. it was just it was awesome. It was like the best New Year's ever. Now, uh, so yeah, where you, you were in Maui for New Year's, New Year. Uh, a New Year's, and uh, you were in, in uh, Kauai for Christmas. No, I was in Maui for Christmas. We mm. went to Kauai for four days, and then I came back, back. to Maui. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It was awesome. So good. And I spent time with my – I mean, it was just – it was it was everything was great about it. Spending mm-hmm. time with my family, mm-hmm. spending time with my friends, the weather. Man. And then I came back to L.A., and it was motherfucking 45 degrees. <laughs> yes, it was. And I was like, this is some bullshit. And I thought L.A. was punking me. I thought I was being punk. I almost went right back on the plane. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's like a forty-five degree day. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that shit. Uh, I watched that. Uh, I watched that episode. Not not that episode, uh, but I started watching The Wire uh, from the beginning again uh, uh, today. Oh, okay, oh. actually, so I saw episode one, and then I, I remembered why I fell in love with it instantly. Yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah, they they had me from the beginning. Yeah. They, they had you from hello. Yep. They had me. <laughs> Yeah, they had me from D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> they had me from not guilty. <laughs> Man, what's been up with me? I just been like, oh, let's see. Well, you know, Christmas was was great. It was at my fam, uh, my sister's house, as uh, our tradition, and that was cool. Um, we. Um, didn't have as many people. The last couple of years, they've gotten kind of crowded. And so we kind of ter- uh, toned it down a little bit and just kind of stuck more to our, you know, mostly immediate family. And that's why I had to hang out with my immediate family. <laughs> you had uh, security giving wristbands at the door and whatnot. Stamping niggas as they come in. <laughs> like, I don't know you. <laughs> they standing outside, you know, little, little cousin standing yeah. outside with the list. Yeah. No, you're not on the list. You're a second cousin twice removed. You are not on the list. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, nothing special, but it was great. It was great. Nothing special, but it was great. Aww. And uh, and then um, at some point during the vacation, oh, actually, it was before Christmas. Just before Christmas, Hoopla, uh, we were on the Recap the Recap show. While we were on there, uh, Big, Cap, uh, Big, Big B was talking about how all his equipment was having, you know, difficulties with his computers and all this stuff. And I was like, damn, dude, you got gremlins, right? And so right after that, the next time I come into the studio to try to uh, do some shit, the our mixer went out on me. It was oh, damn. The day before Christmas, just poof, just went out. I was like, God damn Big B and his gremlins yeah. <laughs> traveling over Skype to get to us from D.C. 
Or maybe they were in your pocket. No, they ain't in my pocket. <laughs> they came through the Skype ways. I'll show you how technologically unsound I am. When when Dino told me about his mixer being broken, I thought he was like making frosting or something. <laughs> it took me a while. You're like, can't you just use a wire whip? Right, right. Hey, what about a whisk, nigga? Yeah, well, that's what I meant to say, a whisk. Yeah, just a fork and some elbow action. Just, yeah. you know, just turn real fast, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You strong, you right. can handle that. So yeah, so the the upside is that we did um, we got a new, uh, not bigger but better better mixer, a better and smaller mixer. But I'm still you know on the learning curve because you know they're all different and you know so I'm trying to get all the kinks worked out. But you know I'm happy with it. And uh, it's like having a new woman. Yeah, gotta <laughs> gotta break her in. Yeah. <laughs> Got to figure out. Touch her here, touch her there. Mm-hmm. Bite me, eat me, right. my hair. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so we we broke it in yesterday with the Hoopla crew and the uh, the brothers Layman. They were guests again, and that was a great show. And uh, yeah, what what else has been going on, man? You know what? It's weird. Um, <clears throat> this this T Wilson cat, man. He's just been. <laughs> he's just been on one lately he's just been fucking with hoopla and fucking with me and just all over the place just like really like wow dude what's, what's really going on he's spreading his he's spreading his love to all all the peoples yeah i i, <laughs> I uh i was listening to his show on twitter on on uh friday and and, and this is what i hear freestyle track one no uh, smell uh, what mm-hmm. You smell it? It's Dino. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> went to the party in their pants. That's the tone. Party in their pants. Dino. They went to the party in their pants. The tone. Party in their pants. Yeah. <laughs> they got tattooed all in their drawers. Do, do, It's all in their drawers. Damn. Is the shittiest harmonizing I have ever heard, literally. <laughs> I, I think it's kind of funny that an 80 year old man is talking about shit in other people's drugs. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Exactly. Man. And, oh my God. You should have heard him uh, on the Hoopla. Uh, he was talking about, uh, he's like, yeah, Hoopla, that's this show in LA. Uh, them niggas, they don't know what they be talking about. It's uh, Dino Red is on this show and. Black Jesus and a few other niggas. <laughs> we was like, what? We Black new, Jesus ain't on the we show. Had a new co-host. Right, right. I'm like, Black Jesus give like a little thirty second intro, and all of a sudden he on the show now. Right, it's just yeah, like, yeah. man. I'm like, I don't know. But see, you know what though? When when Bug Nutty comes in, he's gonna shed some light on what's going on with my man T. Wilson and what's really going on. But 
Yeah, I just thought I'd, I'd share that with y'all. It's like, what? It's all in this draw. Oh, yeah. That nigga. <laughs> that nigga. That motherfucker. I don't know what the hell is going on with him. But uh, Poo-poo for you. <laughs> poo-poo for you, T. Wilson. Oh, man. So, um, you guys, let's get into... Um, Let's go ahead and get into our, our favorites of 2014. Um, how this is going to work, I'm not sure. Well, I guess we'll... Because um, Charlie Bell, she um, she never did send in her submissions. Yes, I did. You didn't get them? No. I sent them. You sent them via what? Fucking pe- uh, carrier pigeon? No, I texted them to you. You texted them to me? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you text them to me? <laughs> All the methods. Because it was the easiest that's thing. The, that's the one thing I don't have access to on my computer is my text. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, it was the easiest thing so, because I was out. Mm. And my internet was down. Right. But you still got email with your phone. Yeah, but I don't have... Um, I can't really attach stuff to my email. A link? You can't copy and paste a link? Yeah, I guess I could have. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, sorry. So, so yeah, so Charlie Bell uh, won't have any uh, audio with her submissions. <laughs> so, <laughs> damn. Let's uh, let's start with you, D. Um, let's start with me. Twenty fourteen. Let's start with let's 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 start with television. What was your favorite television show of twenty fourteen? Well, my, my favorite television show was uh, an HBO show. Uh, it was uh, six episodes. It's uh, True Detective. Uh, I thought it was eight. Well, eight episodes? Okay. Yeah. Oh, whatever. The, uh, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a normal 22-episode uh, 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 season. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, well, eight is typical for a lot of the, uh, the uh, pay, pay channels. Yeah. But uh, it, it was uh, it's it's an it's an uh, an anthology series, so it, uh, it, like next this season, True Detective will be coming back, but it will have a whole new cast in a whole new uh, situation. Uh, this uh, this year uh, was uh, Matthew McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson and Woody Harrelson, and uh, it, it, it was it's uh, the the movie, the show has a slow build. Yeah, um, you learn about their past case and you know like a lot of buddy cop movies uh and buddy is buddy cop cliche you know the two guys don't like each other right uh but it was done in such a way it was the gun done in a real organic way where you felt like this wasn't contrived it was just mm-hmm. people with two different methods of working one guy was one guy was like a uh he was an asshole but he was a great detective mm-hmm. other guy the asshole too yeah, but uh, <laughs> it was but, two different types of assholes, basically. Yeah, of yeah, assholes. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't. He was a he was a, a an average detective. He's the type of guy who overlooks stuff and mm-hmm. uh, who who uh, uh, you know just goes with the first uh, the first thing that comes to mind. And basically, the the show uh, he, uh, over the course of the show, their their relationship evolves, and we learn that uh, the first case that. Uh, the first case that they thought they solved, they didn't solve, mm. and you know the guy ended up leaving the force in order to solve the case. And it, it was, it was just, a, it felt, it felt like they took a lot of the the uh, uh, a, a lot of the um, uh, a lot of the cliches that are in uh, the cop dynamic on the on the television show, and they they made it like 
it felt real. Mm-hmm. It felt it felt like oh, this is how this is how this type of relationship would evolve in the real world. And this would this is the type of thing. It felt it felt real. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, and and McConaughey, man, I I, uh, I I I was not a fan of McConaughey when he first came on the scene, but the past couple of years, man, he's he's blown Made a me believer. Away. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like the dude. He's he's uh, I, I you know even uh, even when he's driving his Cadillac, <laughs> telling us about that man. So yeah, I I really love that 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 uh, show. Yeah, I um I just got into it recently. I'm only on like episode three or four, or something like that. So um, but yeah, it's it's good, and it is it's a slow build, and it does feel uh, uh, organic and authentic. So, but um, yeah, Brother Musan from The Wire is one of the cops. Ooh, on the, uh, he's on great. The, yeah, yeah, it's a real good cast. I'm gonna play a little clip here. He's all in my drawers. <laughs> Interlude. You're a bad man. World needs bad men. We keep the other bad men from the door. pick your parents and you don't pick your partner. A smart guy who's steady is hard to find. Whispering, 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 whispering as I pass myself down to my knee. You know, I was steady. Ooh, we'll <laughs> care for the falling. Rush to smart. This is a world where nothing is solved. There are broader ideas. You ever see something like this? No, sir. Someone once told me that all your love, your hate, it's all the same thing. It was all a dream. Like a lot of dreams, there's a monster at the end of it. What is it you found? Something deep and dark. All right, so there you go, True Detective. Um, <clears throat> another thing I like about it too, it seems to be a true anthology. They have another anthology show that's going on right now on FX. Uh, the was it Horror Story? Mm, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's kind of a it's kind of an anthology, but mm-hmm. kind of not. I mean, it is an anthology, but mm-hmm. they're not. They're recycling the actors. Oh, okay. The so actors come back, but as different people. And, right, right, And that's right. kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of throws you, at least me. It, mm-hmm. it, it bothers me. I would rather it, you know, be all different people, but mm-hmm. you got the same people playing different, you know, parts every season, and it's kind of like... So it takes you out of the new reality that's been created. Right, right, yeah. So yeah, it kind of sucks. I was like... Either either use the same characters and leave you know it's kind of a half ass anthology. That's uh that's like one one year they were they're all witches uh, right and uh, what what do you know what else they they yeah, well it started off as like as a haunted house which was the best best ep- mm-hmm. the best season so far mm-hmm. the first season 
the second season was uh, Insane Asylum, which was the worst one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third one was they were witches, and now this fourth one they are uh, is kind of like a, uh, a carnival. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I've been intending to get into to that one. Uh, that's uh, it's something that's been recommended to me. I want, uh, but that first one, you said the first one was the best season. Yeah, the first one was the best one to me. Okay. Yeah, the haunted house that was that was the best one. <clears throat> And uh, so, and um, for me, um, since Damon picked True Detective, I had to pick something else because <laughs> uh, that was on my list too. But yeah. and, um, and, and I, I was scolded harshly <laughs> for for picking the same movie. But uh, no, mine is a uh, black black blackish. Oh, okay. Which uh, you know that's you know a comedy, and uh, I really liked blackish. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys all, you know, watch it and know. Well, I'll play this little clip right here. Pops, you should have seen it. The boy just stared at him. No nod. Like his neck was broken. Well, maybe something is wrong with his neck. Did you ask him? Something wrong with your neck, boy? What? No, I mean, I don't think so. So he did nod at somebody. I don't get what the big deal is. <laughs> of course you don't. Look, babe, the nod is important. It's the internationally accepted, yet unspoken sign of acknowledgement of black folks around the world. <laughs> Thank you very much. So no matter who you are or where you're at, it's your duty to give the nod. Even in the most extreme of circumstances, we always found a way to let each other know, I see you, bro. Dre, please do not turn this into yet another thing. The truth <laughs> is that Junior's generation has a different perspective on the struggle than you and Pops. Can't you just let that be a good thing? No! Okay. Oh, the nod is on the same primal level as a baby waving high. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> as a man scrunching up his face when a woman with a big butt walks by. <laughs> oh my God. You don't do that either? <laughs> I have faith. <laughs> I'm sorry, Junior. Much as I hate to admit it, my idiot son is right this time. This is basic stuff. Even the butt thing? Especially the butt thing. Basic black. Wow. Thank you, Pops. Oh, you're welcome, son. You did hear me call you an idiot, yes? Yes, noted. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like that episode, you know, because the... Well, one correction, though, Anthony Anderson, you said the... Uh, uh, international universal of black folks. It's, it's not black folks. It's black men. It's a black man thing. Black women don't. They're not. They're not into the nod. They, they don't. No, do the nod. I totally disagree. We do. We do. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I, I've never seen. I've never seen women nod. Women. I always nod when I see a black person. Every really? always everywhere. Huh. All right. I, 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 okay. Again, it, we're not saying that no woman does it. But it's not a, a black woman thing. It is I, a black man but thing. But black women do it to me. So. I've learned something new today. <laughs> yeah, we learned, learned that, that 2015 is not going to be any different. That <laughs> Charlie Bell is going to be a contrarian whenever possible. <laughs> I, but whatever. <laughs> I used to have a bit about, uh, about uh, when, when uh, black people don't nod, that they get, uh, they get fined and... Uh, they get uh, they, uh, the Jesse Jackson comes out and he gives them a fine, right? <laughs> two or three, two or three hundred dollars. Say that's why we always acknowledge each other. <laughs> you don't nod to black women? Hell no! It could well, it probably be considered harassment nowadays. Well, actually, I'm too busy harassing the black women. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's yeah. it is a it's a black man thing. It it is a black man thing. That is a black man thing. This is a man's world. <laughs> so that's what James Brown was singing about when he said it's a man's world. He was talking about the nod. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And this is like the first time I've ever been challenged on the fact that it's a black. I mean, this has always been like just understood and accepted that it's like a black man. I've never thing. even heard of it being a black man thing. It's always been a black thing. I've never even heard of it being a black man thing. Never. Well, I've never heard of it not being a black man well, thing. Well, we've been living in two so. parallel universes. I, I guess so. So, okay, all you guys out there, write in. You give us your opinion. You hit me up on Facebook, on Twitter, on social media, the, the email, everything. You tell me if in your experiences that this uh, this nod thing has been a, a black person thing or a black man thing. Well, I, th- I think we all can agree, though, that scrunching up, uh, uh, scrunching up our faces when a black woman walks by who has a nice derriere is a black man thing? Yes, we can agree on that one. We can agree on that one. That one we can agree on. Well, I'm sure there's some uh, some some lesbians out there that disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well, they still wouldn't disagree that black men do it. <laughs> yeah, also, like, I, I it's like, our thing. We've been doing it just as long as the black men. <laughs> I, like, I like the way we mouth. Damn. <laughs> or is that damn? Yeah. Mm. So okay, Charlie Bell. What was your uh, what was your uh, TV show for 2014? So I didn't watch TV or see any movies this year. So I, <laughs> I had three musical picks. <laughs> three musical picks. Yep. Okay. So you didn't even do the Simon right. Okay. All right. So well, I'm not supposed to make it up. I literally did not see the only movie that came out in 2014 that I saw was. Um, what was it? Galaxy? Aliens of the Galaxy? Guardians, Guardians yeah, 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 of the yeah. Galaxy. And I didn't even... I, a, I didn't really like it, and B, I fell asleep on it. So I literally did not see any movies in the theater in all of 2014. TV, I don't have cable, so I didn't watch any TV shows. I haven't seen Blackish. It sounds good, but I literally don't have cable. And so I just listen to music. <laughs> okay. So, all right, Damien. Um, it's back to you. What was your... Uh, what was your movie of 2014? Uh, my favorite uh, movie of 2014 was, it does happen to... to uh, well, actually, my, my three favorite movies of 2014 all dealt with music. But uh, my, my absolute favorite was a, a film called uh, Whiplash. Uh, it starred uh, J.K. Simmons, who, who some of you might recognize as the professor in the, uh, in the uh, either State Farm or Allstate commercials. Or they might recognize him as the regular on... Uh he, it was uh, it was called um, the closer, and then um, oh, yeah. it, it it became it evolved to jeez, um, uh, I can't think of it. Um, Kira Sedwick Kira. left, and um, it went from the closer to uh, major crimes. Oh, okay. that's the name of it now. Oh, okay, so yeah, he's a, he's a regular on there. Yeah, uh, he plays uh, 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 and uh, I. I don't want to say it's sadistic, but uh, yeah, he's he sadistic. Uh, he, uh, he he was a sadistic uh, band teacher. 
And uh, his one time in band camp. Yeah, <laughs> one time in band camp, uh, the teacher threw a cymbal at me, <laughs> chopped my head off. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, so it's about the relationship between uh, this this drummer and this uh, uh, professor. And basically, uh, the drummer wants to be great, and the professor is looking for greatness. Uh, the professor's methods uh, basically uh, uh, in, in include verbal and physical abuse. Uh, he is he psychologically uh, whipped his his uh, his um, his uh, students into being afraid to be wrong. Hmm. Um, so he's he believes that by stripping them of of their own self worth. He, he <laughs> that he can create uh, some something great because the people who are able to overcome his bullshit will do so because they have major talent and they're and they're willing to work to uh to maximize that talent uh you know and there there scenes man this you know uh band members are crying uh the drummers are playing until their hands bleed Damn. um you know the one one uh, a former student commits suicide, uh, and all this in the search of the the guy thinks it's all uh, it's all worth it if he can find the next Charlie Parker, uh, as it were, and uh, just just watching the dynamic between the two and watching how it resolves itself, uh, I I uh, <laughs> you know I I really really enjoyed it. And I, I it's probably it's probably going to be. Uh, it, it, it's going to be in, in the reward, in award season. It, it, mm. It's going to—I think it's going to be uh, um, pretty popular. Is it on Netflix yet? No. I don't. I don't know if it's on Netflix. I think it's still in the. Uh, I think it's still in the theaters. Oh, okay. yeah. All right, and here's the clip. This place is nice. I really like the music that they play. Bob Ellis on the drums. <laughs> I'm part of Schaefer's Top Jazz Orchestra. It's the best music school in the country. The key is to just relax. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about what the other guys are thinking. You're here for a reason. Have fun. Five, six, and... I want to be great. And you're not. We got Buddy Rich here. Little trouble there. You're rushing. Here we go. Five, six, and... That's him throwing... Were you rushing or were you dragging? I, I don't know. If you deliberately sabotage my band, I will gut you like a pig. Oh, my dear God. Are you one of those single-tier people? You are a worthless pansy ass who is now weeping and slobbering all over my drum set like a nine-year-old girl. So how's it going with the studio band? Good. Yeah, I think he likes me more now. I push people beyond what's expected of them. I believe that is an absolute necessity. I want to be one of the greats. And because I'm doing that, it's going to take up more of my time. And this is why I don't think that we should be together. I would never let him put my son through hell. Why would you let him get away with what he did to you? There are no two words in the English language more harmful than good job. <laughs> yeah, he could, he could switch from charming to, to uh, evil <laughs> like that. I'm about to check that out. I haven't. I haven't. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, sounds I, awesome. I saw some pretty good movies this year. Um, didn't go to the movies that often. <clears throat> We've been, you know, <laughs> trying to cut back and save and whatever. So when we go, you know, I guess that's one of the upsides of uh, not going that often. When you go, you're real particular. Yeah. 
So we've uh, everything we've saw, as far as I can remember, um, I've enjoyed. And not only that, we've rented uh, stuff we watched at home. We've seen a lot of good stuff at home. Finally saw uh, over the break. I finally saw the uh, the uh, Get On Up, the James Brown. Oh, okay. And like that, um, although I have to say, at first I was um, I was kind of pissed off. They were doing a lot of jumping around. Yeah. <laughs> and it was extremely annoying, and it, I didn't see any reason for it or any kind of I, I don't know what it was about, but they were jumping around a lot. Mm-hmm. You know that, that time jumping thing, mm-hmm. and it, it gets really annoying. I feel like. There's that that cliche or whatever that's out, or the you know no good story starts from the beginning, mm-hmm. and so now people just you know automatically sh- you know uh, tell the story out of sequence just because <laughs> they think they have to mm-hmm. because uh, you know if they tell it in 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 sequence then it's it's boring or it's not it's not any good, and so they just a lot of times without good reason just kind of force the the out of sequence thing and. It, to me, it's become really cliche and trite and annoying, you know. But uh, yeah, they were they were having flashbacks within flashbacks, and then they they weren't finishing the flashback they were in. And I was like, well, I was trying to see what happened when he was in Vietnam, and you already over here. It, you know, it, it was crazy. But <laughs> they they calmed down a lot with that. You know, they kind of that went on like the first twenty minutes or so, and after that, it, it was pretty enjoyable. So. Um, but I would have to say uh, my favorite movie of the year has to be, without a doubt, Gone Girl. And that is with uh, Ben Affleck. And um, he gets a lot of slack, or a lot of flack, I should say. Affleck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets a lot of flack. Uh, but he's, when, he's, when, he's, when he's good, he's good. You know, when he's in something that's good, it's it's really good. And uh, this was a, a whodunit and with a lot of twists. And um, I'm pretty good at figuring these things out. Uh, really, really good at figuring them out. A lot of times I figure out the whole movie within the first few minutes. Uh, but this I did not have figured out at all. And... It was, yeah, the, the the ending wasn't, wasn't Disney or storybook. Um... I don't want to to uh, ruin it for you. Let me uh, go ahead and play the clip. Nick Dunn, you're probably the most hated man in America right now. Did you kill your wife, Nick? Everyone told us and told us marriage is hard work. Not for me and Nick. As you all know, my wife, Amy Elliott Dunn, disappeared three days ago. I had nothing to do with the disappearance of my wife. I have nothing to hide. Sammy got friends we can talk to? No, not really. You don't know if she has friends, you don't know what she does all day, and you don't know your wife's blood type. Just being a good guy, so everybody can see him being a good guy. Well, you really don't like him, do you? All I'm trying to do is be nice to the people who are volunteering to help find Amy. I will practice believing my husband loves me, but I could be wrong. You've seen that guy in the glasses before? Amy is the kind of girl who attracts admirers. Whoever took her is bound to bring her back. I'm hoping you can tell me what this means. You saw Amy's treasure hunt? You seen this girl around here? Yeah, I remember her. I know you. I saw you at the volunteer center. I wanted to help. 
What you want? She wanted a gun. We are all scared, but we are all here now. I feel like something to be jettisoned if necessary. I feel like I could disappear. The hallmark of a sociopath is a lack of empathy. Amy lost a lot of blood in there. Then somebody mopped it up. Why do they mop up the blood if they're trying to stage a crime scene? Whatever they found, I think it's safe to assume that it's very bad. I finally realized I am frightened of my own husband. I would draw you as if you're doing a deposition. What to say, what not to say. A trained monkey? A trained monkey who doesn't get lethal injections. She's going to eat you alive. You assaulted her? It's not good enough for you? I hit her? It's not even close. Absolutely not. I never touched her. We now believe Nick is involved in the disappearance of our daughter. Without a body, without a murder weapon, their only hope is a confession. You don't know anything yet? You need to tell me. How was your marriage, Nick? Are you asking me if I killed my wife? Man of my dreams. This man of mine may kill me. What about my son? Nick! This man may kill me. In her own words, this man may truly kill me. You ever hear the expression, the simplest answer is often the correct one? Actually, I've never found that to be true. <laughs> yeah, me either. But uh, I won't say too much about it because it's still relatively a new movie. I think it might still be in theaters or is just leaving theaters. But uh, it it's really good. So check it out, rent it, you know, whatever, and you you'll you'll like it. I'll, I'll say this though: one of the things that I liked about it was that I liked how they covered the. The, the the media aspect of it that felt really real like how you know what he was going through with the media and that felt really how quickly they turned on him how how it yeah it feels a lot like how things really happen in the media these days so but uh the whole thing was pretty good yeah i, I remember uh ben affleck saying something like this character he, he actually felt like he could be this guy he felt like he could understand right uh, where this guy because uh, part of part of the problems and this this isn't giving anything away is part of the problems with uh, uh the, the 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 character that ben affleck played was that he he didn't react in a traditional manner he was he's kind of kind of uh, uh stoic and he had a real dark sense of humor uh as a coping mechanism and you know people seeing that uh, could see could view that as as uh, someone who is uh, callous towards uh, the events that happen, and um, so I think that's one of the reasons why he he did such a good job in this film is that he felt like he w- he had a lot in common with uh, this this man as a human being, right? And uh, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, I that that is my pick for uh, 2014. And Charlie Bell saw no movie, so she has no pick. So that's well, she, she saw a movie, just didn't like it. <laughs> and I fell asleep on it. So but literally, I didn't see the whole thing. But technically, that was her favorite movie. <laughs> technically, that was my least favorite movie also. Yeah, it, was, it was all in one. It was all in I loved it. I hated it. I cried. I slept. <laughs> okay. So uh, what was your... Uh, Charlie Bill, since we're on you, what, what was your favorite song of uh, 2014? So I had three. Let me start with one that I really like. A lot of you may have seen it um, on the Colbert Report. It was um, it's Kendrick Lamar's song. It's called Untitled, and it was Colbert. Um, he was the last musical guest on. Um, the Colbert Report before it went off the air, and um, there's um, Thundercat is with him and Bilal, and it's just it's a really good song. It's really deep. It's got a good message. It's about um, 
it's about race and struggle. It's about a lot of things. It's just it's a good song. So go check it out. Untitled. Hmm. Yeah. One of one of my uh, I didn't I didn't pick uh, a Kendrick Lamar song, but I did like uh, I really liked his uh, was that the, the I. Yeah. song the mm-hmm. one yeah I, I love yeah that's yeah. a good one and too. his performance and everything that's the one where he wore the, the black eyes the black contacts so his eyes looked all black i just heard the music i didn't see the video yeah well not the video but like his performance on um snl oh, okay yeah you can see his eyes were like you know kind of spooky looking he reminded me a lot of uh during that performance and that song he reminded me a lot of andre 3000 um, not not um not sound wise right but just like he's crazy talented like him exactly. and just a little bit out there like him exactly you know like he had his hair kind of half braided or whatever exactly. and then he had the black contacts and whatever and his kind of weird gyrations when he was doing the song and stuff i was like yeah he's got an andre 3000 vibe going on for the yeah. west coast representing so, that west coast yeah so <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, um, okay. Um, and Damon, what was your uh, 2014 song? Well, <laughs> like Charlie Bell, when it comes to movies and television, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if, if, if the audience could have guessed this, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't listen to very uh, very much new music. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, please, please uh, don't don't shit in your pants. Um, <laughs> But uh, uh, this year there there were uh, there were a couple I I, I did like uh, I, I did like uh, Pharrell's Happy but uh, my my favorite was uh, was uh, the uh, the Bruno Mars uh, with who, who, uh, Mark Ronson Mark Ronson yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Ronson's what's the name of the song. <laughs> Is your favorite Uptown Fun? <laughs> Uptown Fun, <favorite>. thank you. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> this is my favorite song. What, what's the name of it again? <laughs> I love you, baby. But what's your name again? <laughs> it's baby, isn't it? Baby. <laughs> but it, it's like it's like a it's like a, 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 a funk gumbo. Um, it's got it's got everything in it. I mean, the, the song starts off. It sounds like. It sounds like uh, more bounce to the ounce. Uh, that that uh, uh, bounce uh, roll skate rock. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a time. The attitude, the attitude, and the uh, uh, is very very uh, timeish. Yeah, Morris Day in the time. Yeah, yeah. The, the attitude and the feel of the song mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, my wife, uh, she brought that up at first, but uh, when she first brought it up was the fr- when we were first hearing the song. She said it sounds like Morris Day in the time. I was thinking she meant that he, you know, uh, Bruno Mars sounded like that his voice, right? And I was like, Nah, I don't think so. I don't, you know. But uh, when I heard the song all the way through without her talking, uh, <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay, yeah, it's got a Morris Day feel to it. Yeah, I wonder if that's what she meant because that, you know, I agree with that. It does definitely feels like yeah. the time. Yeah, it's got the uh, attitude of cool. Yeah. And then that horn section is like, uh, it's like uh, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, uh, there's so much stuff in here. I'm like, I'm going back and forth on on YouTube trying to figure out. Well, what does it sound like? This? It sounds like that. You know, it sounds like it sounds like me during. High, it sounds like what I listened to in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, All right. 
Well, Mark Ronson is the real deal. He's a super talented guy. He knows music. Like, he loves American black music. Mm-hmm. You know, he did Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. Her tracks. Not, not, I don't know yeah. if they did her, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, he knows real music. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Is, is Bruno Mars gay? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know. But, uh... I know he got in trouble for cocaine once. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. about it. And that's not, yeah, that rock. That just sounds like I, it's like I can't, I can't. That, that sounds like a, a, a dance a skate roll bounce. Yeah, you mentioned that one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And those horns, man. Yeah, this song sounds like every funk song during the eighties. Yeah, this 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 song is to eighties funk what um what uh Pharrell and um and uh, Robin Thicke's uh, Marvin Gaye the song was to Marvin Gaye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that was a bite. This is more of a tribute. <laughs> no, I disagree with that. I disagree with that one hundred percent. It was not a bite. I was joking. Did, did the yeah. did the Robin Thicke song come out this year as well? I don't think so. I think oh, okay. that was the year before, maybe. Okay. Yeah, that was yeah. twenty thirteen. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah. But that was that was a good song too. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of on that. Um, well, I had a couple of them. Um, one of them was the, uh, as I mentioned on the earlier on the earlier show, I really really like this uh, um, Trey songs. This is just a really cool club song to me or whatever. I really like that one, but that that's not my that's not my favorite song. That's not the one that I picked. Um, again, uh, Damon uh, stole uh, uh, my one of my choices so i had to find another one which wasn't hard though because i really like this song and this song is probably going to surprise some people uh to be my choice but because you know i'm all about that bass about that bass no. <laughs> megan trainer um now this this song you know people might think oh you know it's whatever, whatever but this song this is a really good song this girl is really talented and um, I like it. Also, kind of has a an old town, old time feel to it, but at the same time, it's kind of modern. And I think that's kind of hard to pull off, you know. But uh, I like this song. This song is my uh, my wife and daughter got me into this song. Uh, and uh, she's got another song too that's really good. So this is not like not like her only hit, you know, her only song. She's she's talented. I can't remember what the other song was, but it was really good too. It sounds like it's got a little Caribbean feel to it. Definitely has a retro feel. Yeah. But at the same time has a, a kind of modern feel too. And it's cool and I, I like the message too. You know, it's um you know, um the uh the plus size girls, you know, um helping them have a uh, positive self image, you know. And uh if you see the video, it's all it's all these uh, plus size girls and um and the uh, and, and the one uh, and the one uh, 
bigger gay gay dude. <laughs> it's, it's cute. But uh, yeah, I like that a lot. All right, Charlie, what was, what was one of your other? Uh, so I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the D'Angelo album. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a great holiday surprise for the for the music lovers. Mm. And I have it, but I haven't even listened to it yet. Yeah, I can't really go into one particular song that I like yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole thing is it's kind of like. Um, you know, when you brought up Marvin Gaye, it's kind of like a throwback to the the whole album, like the concept album, mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, to me, it's a really good counterpart with Kendrick Lamar. Um, I feel like Kendrick Lamar is like, you know, D'Angelo said that with everything going on with, um, you know, the protests mm-hmm. and the police brutality and just everything, he really wanted to get this music out there. And he's addressing a lot of, you know, struggle issues and it's just it's really good it's really it's real music it's real music it sounds um would you say it's as good as his uh his last joint um i'm still getting to listen to it it's it's different but it has a lot of the same elements it's very it's a little more dense i'd say it's a little more um because what i'm hearing i'm hearing from most people that it's good but not as good as like voodoo it's not as catchy as voodoo. It's mm-hmm. more, um, it's like I said, it's more dense. It's more layered. It's more uh, conceptual. You, you, there's it's, not. It's, it's more about the whole rather than right. various parts. I, mm. I don't. There's. I can't think off the top of my head of like a radio hit that's going to be on it. You know. That sounds like. That sounds like. Uh, it sounds like what's going on. It's a good comparison. Right. Like right. I'll listen to it. Yeah. So check it out. Yeah, I will. I will have so, to do that. So, can you think of any other concept albums? Because it seems like black artists didn't didn't, didn't do too many uh, concept albums. Um, well, yeah, Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder, I think, really um, pioneered that for black artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, because I was trying to think of who else besides Marvin Gaye, I, you know, that I could, I could well, think Prince. of. Uh, which, which which one do you think? Well, I would say that um, Sign of the Times was kind of a concept mm-hmm. album, okay. and so was um, oh shoot, the one he did the movie with, with. Oh, Under the Cherry Moon. Yeah, no, not that one. Um, Purple Rain. No, no, not that one. Uh, 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 graffiti Bridge. Yes, thank you. Graffiti, the one with Tevin Campbell. <laughs> See, I, I know stuff made before 1990. You sure do. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, um, yeah, I got my diaper on. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know, man. <laughs> like, why? Where did that T. Go? Wilson has inspired him. I'm yeah. old. I guess you know. I'm going going with the senior citizens. <laughs> but I, yeah, the L. A. Times like gave it a, a rave. The the uh, the D'Angelo um, album. Yeah, it's the kind of music that you don't hear. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Prince's new Prince's new album. Well, I, I haven't heard both of them, um, but uh, it. it there's nothing that stands out as like a single mm-hmm. on there, but it, it's got some, it's got some nice stuff on. Yeah. There. All right. Well, let's get into some of these uh, stories. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. Dino Red and the shiznit show. Oh, nothing from sing, uh, singing diva. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I need to. 
uh, call her out too because she won two sh- two shitty awards, and I haven't heard jack from her. Well, she did say she was headed out of the country. Remember? So social media ain't out of the country. <laughs> Shit, social media is every fucking where. I was seeing all her pictures when she was in Dubai and all that stuff. So, and I've seen her post and everything. So, that that is not an excuse. That is not an excuse saying Diva I ain't having it. God damn it, you win a shitty war, you better acknowledge that shit. <laughs> Be grateful. <laughs> I was surprised at how many people seem to really like like be like seriously like you know oh thanks for the nomination and oh maybe next time i win and like really was like you know i was like that's cool because they should be like that but yeah, i was people like awards people man. like that's appreciation right. that's right they do and acknowledgement exactly so next year too i'm gonna try to have something like formal to to give them to present to them do, when we, they have, win. do we have to wear tuxedos and no the next one? it won't be formal <laughs> it won't be formal like that oh, okay cool yeah but no, I want to have something to like if it's like just an award or something or, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, a ribbon or trophy or something. <laughs> so anyway, man, you guys heard about this missing 14 month old. Well, he wasn't. He's not missing little, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little black kid. Yeah, and, um, it's very sad. I think it's what, Ohio. Yeah. Columbus, Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's got a bad, got leaving a bad taste in my mouth. I, I'm, I'm thinking his mama's up to no good. I, I hate to say it, but it, yeah, I, I got that impression too. Yeah, yeah. You know, sure. it's um, um, Damon, are you? Can you? I can't recall. You know what? I read the story so long ago that I'm like kind of blanking on some of the details. You want to go ahead and fill us in? Oh, the, the only thing I, I, I remember, I, I checked it out when they found the baby and, and he was dead. Uh, right, right. She claimed that she had left uh, the child uh, uh, with a with a friend? Or a, neighbor. A, neighbor. a neighbor. On the yeah, neighbor's yeah, porch. Yeah, mm-hmm. left it on the, on the neighbor's porch. And uh, she she had to do something. And when she came back, the baby was gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? I think I have some audio here. Let's see. Let's see if we can play this and see what following a tragic story out of Ohio that's getting a lot of attention. Columbus police have found the remains of 14-month-old Cameron Beckford. His body was found in a city creek. His mother, Denisha Stevens, appeared in court today on charges of child endangering and tampering with evidence. She's Mm. now being held on $150,000 bond. Her own attorney says she made up a story about abandoning her son on a neighborhood porch. Authorities began looking for the boy after reports his six-year-old sister had gone missing. Now she was found unharmed and is now in the custody of Protective Services. So did this mother try to get rid of both her kids like over the holidays? It sounds like you it. You know, like before Christmas, like I'm, I'm, I want to get you know before the new year, I want to turn up, so I'm get rid of these little bastards. Well, the, the uh, well, I seem to remember that the, uh, the 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 boy when he was found, they said they they found evidence of, of abuse, uh, and they, they didn't. I don't. I think they, that's the reason they charged her with with uh, uh, endangerment. Was that was that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think it was. I think he was. I think there was, the, the the implication was that the boyfriend or her boyfriend or something that killed the child, and I guess that they you know um, dumped him somewhere mm. in, in hopes that uh, you know to cover it up. Yeah, um, it says here um, it's it's unclear when the boy died. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stevens was arrested Tuesday because she failed to protect her her son by allowing an individual to violently violent, violently spank him numerous times on several occasions, according to police uh, charging 
uh, uh, according to police charging documents filed Wednesday. Wow. So, so the thing, I mean, this is, this case sucks. This is terrible. Yeah, it but, does. Um, but the thing that's weird is they haven't charged her with murder, so there's probably more to the story than what's in the media, yeah. I would say. It sounds like she's got a boyfriend that might have killed the kid. Yeah. yeah. But where's he? He's not, has he right. been arrested or no? Uh, I don't see that here yet. The discipline removed several layers of skin and caused the body's caused, caused, caused the boy's buttocks to bleed, the document said. Stevens also allowed the boy to be removed from the place where... He was assaulted between December 21st and 23rd to impair the investigation of a, a missing homicide investigation and concealed the boy's whereabouts, the document said. Wow. Yeah, Stevens had to come to Columbus on December 15th on a Greyhound bus the day after police were called to her Maryland home where she argued with the child's father, according to police on uh, in Frederick, Maryland. So the dad uh, reported her. Is that how the whole thing? Oh, this is yeah. just sucks. Yeah, it's just this is a bad. <laughs> this is a bad holiday <laughs> story. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely sounds like the the mother. If she didn't kill the kid herself, she was definitely complicit and and or uh, negligent at 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 least. At best. Yeah, yeah at, best, <laughs> at best or at worst or however you want to phrase it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, because and then there's the whole thing about the the older kid going missing and then all of a sudden appearing and that that's weird. Yeah. The six year old, like, really, what's going on around here? Well, some people shouldn't have kids. Yeah, you ain't lying about that. Whew. You ain't lying about that. I always feel like you should have to earn your genitalia. Like, <laughs> like once you once you graduate, you get here's one ovary. There you go. <laughs> when you get a a, a job, a, a stable job. Oh, here's your vagina. Well, Here you, you go. You'll, you'll get men working a lot harder in school. Exactly. Right? We have to earn our genitalia. That's what I'm saying. I think the whole thing would just work out better for everyone. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't come out, man. I got to study. I got to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I got, Three more A's and I get my dick. <laughs> I, I, I make a, the honor roll. I get a dick upgrade. <laughs> and then the, the better you do, the bigger your dick is. Right, right, right. My <laughs> <laughs> fuckers would be summa cum laude out there. <laughs> yeah, emphasis on the cum. <laughs> I cum very loud. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh man. Yeah. That, that's but seriously, any old body can have kids. It's just so wrong. Yeah. She obviously is. is. I don't know. I don't know. I can't even say what she obviously is. It's just the fucked up story. Who? I mean, who knows why people do the, the shit they, they do. do? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I, you know, I guess kid, you know, kids are stressful, and <clears throat> if you're if you're not mature enough to handle it, you that's know, for sure. You, uh, you know, and the thing is, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm assuming she was young. You know, she uh, was that young. Wasn't she like 24, 26, something? They had a picture of her. She didn't look to be like she wasn't like a teen mom. No, that's but, for sure. But but what I mean is, she she had the baby young, and she probably didn't get to do all the things she wanted to do. Mm. And you know, yeah, she might have been a teen when she had the six year old. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she looked like she might have been young enough to mm-hmm. have been a teen at that time. Yeah. So. Well. It's sickening. I hope something good happens for the little girl. Well, let's go on to this, uh, the story here about the, uh, 
there's a toddler <laughs> who shot his mom in Walmart. Oh, this is another tragic story. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's dead and all. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they asked they asked the kid why did he he shoot the two year old? Yeah, the two year old. Why did you shoot your mom? He said we were playing cops and African Americans, uh, and. Uh, uh... Oh well, no. Okay, he didn't. He didn't really say that. He was saying. He said we were playing cops and niggas. But <laughs> no. Okay, the real story. A special is... joke made up to be from the point of view of a two-year-old. <laughs> How about that? The real story is that uh, the the mother had a gun in her purse, and the kid was uh, playing around in the mom's purse and found the gun and uh, accidentally shot shot his mother and killed her. <sighs> Yeah, that's really what happened. So, uh, shouldn't a trigger be hard for a two-year-old to to? Uh, so unless it's a hair trigger, uh, uh, I mean, you're, you're the gun expert. That's uh, I I don't uh, think that's necessarily true. It depends mm-hmm. on the gun, and it wasn't a large gun. Yeah, it was a, you know, like it was a twenty-two small gun. Yeah, it was like a twenty-two or three eighty or something like that. So. Wow. Well, I'm not going to make a gun control speech, however. I will say. However, I I will make a gun control soliloquy. (laughs) No, I just think that um, without going into, like, all the policy issues around this, I I do think a lot of people who who feel very um, strongly about having easy access to guns, they underestimate the degree to the, the prevalence and the frequency of this happening. I mean, this type of stuff happens more frequently than actually, you know, I think what they're buying it for, which is self-protection, you know, and so it's just it's sad. And it's not to say, again, I'm not trying to get into the whole gun argument. I'm not trying to take away your guns. I just think that people out there are real lax about it because they don't really realize how frequently it happens that kids get a hold of guns. And it's, you know, it's extremely dangerous. Well, obviously, she didn't have the safety on. Which is dumb. Why would you have a, that, That's my point. You're a fucking dumbass. You got a two year old. Like, it's bad enough you feel you have to fucking pack your pack in Walmart. Like, what is really. I mean, come on. But then you have your two year old sitting right next to a loaded gun without a safety. You're a fucking dumbass. You are dumb. Well, she's a dead ass. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean. Any more happy stories? Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. You know, damn. Um, in, in, anything else to, to uh, bring in the new year? Okay, okay, okay. This, this, this ought to make you guys feel a little better. I'm going to go ahead and play the the, uh, the Bug Nutty interview. Um, I had some technical difficulties and lost uh, some of it. The, the interview was about seven minutes, and now it's only five. So uh, throughout the interview here and there, I lost like two minutes. So, um, But I, there's plenty here for you guys to get the gist of it. And so if there's any abrupt cuts or whatever, you know that's what's going on. Uh, some, some audio issues there. But uh, here we go. Well, all right. Um, check it out, you guys. We have a, a special exclusive one. And Bug Nutty. Man, I can't believe you're here uh, in Red Rock Studio. Thanks so much, man, for uh, for coming all the way out here. You know, man, I have to say that, um, first of all, it's an honor and a privilege uh, to be in your presence. Um, you, you have... Uh, wonderful establishment. Yeah, I love your studio. I love your uh, your network and all your shows, from the Shiznit show to 
the pot of thorns to the hoopla show with the uh, uh, the, the host uh, Spirit and Storm and, and, and you co-hosting on that show, man. Uh, you do good good work here, man. And I would love. I, I'm just gonna right out the gate, man. I'm just gonna say right now. I, I would love to be a part of it. I would love for you to put me on um, in any way, any capacity. Cause uh, where I am at the What Up Though show, um, that, that shit's tired, man. That shit is it, going down. It, it, the, the What Up No. What up? Hell no. That's what he should call the show. What up? Hell no. What, what up? Hell no. Hell no, motherfucker. Hell no. It, he's crazy, man. He's crazy, you know. He's on drugs. He's old. He's an old man doing He on that shit. You know he on that shit, right? You know, he, he on that shit. Really? Really, Bug? He, he, he's on he's on the shit, really? Yeah, you know, I, I ain't lying to you, man. I wouldn't lie to you. I'm lying to you. I wouldn't lie. It, it's straight up. Straight up the truth, man. Well, Bug, what, when you say on that shit, like what's what's speci- what drugs specifically is he is he you know what, what's he fucking with? You know, man, any shit that moves, anything that gets you high, he will do crack, he will do crank, he will do yank, he will do tank, alligator, <laughs> crocodile, uh, X Y Z, U P N. That nigga don't care. He sniff glue, Elmer's glue, play crazy glue. He stuck on you glue. He don't give a fuck, man. He just trying to get his high. He be chasing. He be chasing that dragon, man. He be he chasing it, chasing it all over town from D town to Houston and back up again, man. He just on that shit, and that's why the show's going down, 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 down. Um, you know, just between me and you, nigga never was as talented as you or like Latone and some of the other the other great podcasters out there but um and the reason why he gives y'all such a hard time man is he's really jealous he's he's just consumed with jealous and envy of you all that's why he dish uh uh dino red and latone and hoopla show so much man he just consumed just he wants to be able to put out shit like you guys do and he don't have it in him he don't have any that's why he always singing about doodoo and shit because that's all he know he's he's obsessed with doodoo and drugs it just he do do he yeah I mean he just obsessed with just nasty shit he's just a nasty motherfucker just a nasty no talent just mediocre old octogenarian ass he just man it, it's bad over there you know I've been rocking with this nigga for the longest and he treat me like shit you notice I ain't been on the shows lately because he mad because I'm still in his shine niggas calling up asking to, to have interviews with me like you like you did and. He, he'd tell him I'm not available and stuff like that. That's why I had to get on the plane and come, man, because I wouldn't get none of my messages or whatever, and then you hit me up and let me know that you've been trying to get at me for the longest, and I ain't even know. I ain't even know. I ain't even know you've been trying to get me. Uh, yeah, Bug. This is one of the parts where we had some, uh, lost some audio. And what I was telling Bug Nutty was that, yeah, I'd been trying to get at him for about six months or so, and every time I get at him, uh, try to get at him, uh, T. Wilson would be like, yeah, well, Bug Nutty is not available. He's, uh, he's out on location or he's out of town on a shoot or this and that. <laughs> and, but he's like, but, but, but I'm available. Uh, but, but I'm free. I'm, I'm free. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, you free because nobody want to pay for what you got. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he, he wouldn't put me on the Bug Nutty. He was, uh, he was, uh, definitely, uh, throwing some salt. I have. I've been trying to get at you for, probably about six months now to get you on the show and every time i would talk to t wilson about it he you free because <laughs> don't nobody want to pay for what you got <laughs> yeah you know that's the truth man <laughs> yeah, that's the truth you, you speaking the truth man that motherfucker he he um, i don't know what i don't know what's going on over there it's just i, I need to go i need to go and if i can't be down with you i i'll be i'll be glad to get down with a tone you know um 
I'd be glad to be your sidekick. I'd be a sidekick on, 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 on uh, the Pod of Thrones or the Disney show or, or, or Hoopla. I don't care, man. I, I, I'm down because I don't have to have my own show. I don't have to be a star. I don't have to have my own show. I'd just be glad to be on a network that's going places and doing things and people respect me, put out good work, man. That's all I, that's all I want, man. I hear you, bud. I hear you. That's that's not a lot to ask for. I'm sorry you uh you're going through what you're going through right now, man. But I really pre- test and shit was funny. You know, something funny going on. Yeah, man. He, he, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. You know, I need to go. So before you get out of here, bud, and I know you got a plane to catch and all that. <laughs> what if you could sum up T. Wilson? How would you do it? You know, man. I'm so glad you asked. This. T. Wilson, motherfucker, this is what I'm going to say to you. I'm going to say because I'm, I'm at Red Rock and I'm a few hundred miles away from you. And, you know, I, I got I got some, I've been drinking a little bit. I got some courage in me. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say I'm, can, I, can I bust, you know, can I do a little little freestyle? Can I bust a little something, something? Sure, man. It's Hey, you got the mic. Do your thing. I, I'm going to do it like a poco style. Like this. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> T. Wilson, you got no rhythm, no soul, and no coordination. You dance on the floor with great complications. You're weak, you're whack, and unsophisticated. Your raps are old and dehydrated. Dehydrated. Whoa. Wow. And there you have it. T. Wilson. Wow. That's the new diss track up there with no Vaseline, huh? Oh, wow. This was great. Well, all right. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So um, an exclusive with Bug Nutty, his first interview. Um, he's been trying to break out for a minute, but uh, <laughs> T. Wilson got his boot on his neck and uh, he's trying to keep a brother down. You know, I noticed on the last several shows that Bug Nutty hadn't been making an appearance. You know, he's usually on every episode doing the entertainment or the sports report or something like that. But... Uh, he was getting a lot of buzz. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. talking about Bug Nutty, you know, right. and Bug Nutty this and Bug Nutty that, and I got to get him on my show. And, right. you know, I just think that T. Wilson couldn't handle it. You know, yeah. he, was, he was jealous. He was jealous of Bug Nutty, and uh, he's been trying to keep him down. And as a result, that he's going to lose the the, mo- the the best asset that he got over there. Right, because he know, sounded like he wanted to come over to our show. He wants to He wants to rock with us. Yeah. He does. He, he wants to rock like with it. us or Latone or somebody, or somebody right, right, you know, and uh, – you know, true confessional. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you got the exclusive with Bug Daddy after right. all these other podcasters and entertainers couldn't get him. That's right. Are you guys related? No, we're not related. Do you have a secret in? You guys aren't cousins Mm-mm, or something? Not at all. No. Nope. Really? No. I could have you guys or. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Not at all. I never met him until the interview. Till the interview, I just was a fan. I used to listen to the "What Up No" the, or the "What Up Hell No" show, as, as Bug Nutty said we should call it. The "What Up Hell No, no. Hell No, Hell," the "What Up Hell No," nigga. Uh, I listened to the, the "What Up" show, and the only thing that make me laugh is Bug Nutty. Mm. You know, Bug Nutty is hilarious. He, he's a funny dude. He just just being himself, and he's mm-hmm. just funny. He reminded me a lot of you. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I take that as a compliment. Because yeah, Bug Nutty is funny, funny motherfucker. Oh, he had me rolling. And uh, <laughs> and he just, you know, like I said, I, the last week or so, I, I don't think Bug Nutty's been on the show not one time. You mm-hmm. know? And, uh, it's like we got a fourth But now we, now we know what's going on and why he's making doo-doo songs and stuff. It's the drugs. He on that shit. Bug Nutty said he's on that shit. 
you know, all all anything, anything that gets you high, man. He's Bug Nutty said he's he's doing it. He's doing oh, the most. Allegedly. Well, allegedly, <laughs> and you know, it's not good for a young person, but for an old person to be on that shit like that. Well, it's good for him. It's good. It's good for him. Well, I mean, it's not. I mean. He might as well do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he ain't got nothing else to live for. <laughs> wow. I get 80 years old. I'm going to be on that shit, too. <laughs> Seriously, like, man. Might, might as well. well. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> might as well. You know, that'd be, uh, yeah, I get 80. That's going to be my fucking motto. Might, might as well. well. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Yeah, man. That's just crazy. Damn but, the consequences. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, man. T. Wilson, man. Shit. You need to slow Slow down, brother. We need to do a podcast intervention for that nigga. Yeah, Bug Nutty, put your shit on blast. I can't blame him, no. He said, see, there's some shit that you lost. Bug Nutty said he ain't pay him in a minute. <gasps> and even when he do pay him, he pay him like slave wages. The Rock. Hmm. Yeah, the Rock. Yeah, he said, he, yeah, he's like, he be working for nothing, man. Just mm-hmm. like, like. He said he 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 thought he was a fucking sharecropper. <laughs> Pay to come, he owe him. Yeah, that's like it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy down there with what what T Wilson is doing to people. Mm. But uh, you know, like I said, that you know, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. All that all that shit, he, meth, all that shit. It's all it's, mm-hmm. man, XYZ. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's all bad. But uh, UPN is the worst. <laughs> Of all of us. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you there. UPN will fuck your mind up. I think even drug addicts stop doing UPN. Yeah. yeah that's, that uplity, like, that's that uplity nigga drug. Yeah. yeah. Like, we can't fuck with this. We can't fuck with this. It's too destructive, harmful. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. But, wow. uh, You're crazy. Yeah. You're so crazy. <laughs> so let's get into this uh, average guy question of the week here. Alright, um, fed up, ass. <laughs> I've been dating my boyfriend for the past year and five months. We're committed and have big plans for our future, such as marriage, purchasing a new home, kids, etc. My boyfriend has this girlfriend, um, I'm sorry, my boyfriend has this girlfriend that he has been having since high school. He refers to her as his dog in quotey fingers. Uh, (laughs) This girl has been there for him through a lot of times in his life before we ever started dating. She's given him a place to stay when he needed one, fed him, watched out for him in the clubs and whatnot. What the fuck kind of clubs is he going to? (laughs) He says she's loyal to him. Now he swears there has never... Uh, there was never any sexual contact between them because she thinks like a man. Hmm. I don't, I'm not saying I don't believe him. I'm just not sure if I think that's the reason why. But, you know, I'm not saying I don't believe him. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, do not believe that because before we became official, he wasn't faithful. That's an interesting statement. We weren't it. official, but he wasn't faithful faithful right keep going (laughs) i'm confused by that okay i personally don't understand i oh i personally don't care for her we had beef due to some unrelated issues from then uh from then on we never were able to be civil toward 
each other. I've told him how I felt on multiple occasions about their friendship and how it makes me uncomfortable. Our arguments have gotten to the point to where we have had yelling matches about this issue. Um, He says she's loyal. That's why he's going to keep the friendship. He told me that she even tried to take up for me when he was doing dirt. I say she's untrustworthy because I know if something was to go down, she would not be supportive of our relationship and would do anything she could to end it. I, I, <laughs> I want to move forward with our relationship, but she is something that cannot continue to be present or part, or part of our lives. How can I make him see this friendship cannot continue? Am I being childish? Help. Exclamation point. Like four of them. <laughs> okay, I'm. Um, um, let's see. Who who do I want to go first? Let's start with Damon. Yes, sir. What do you think about this 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 letter here? Um, masquerading as a question. <laughs> <laughs> Long um, ass soliloquy. <laughs> only thing I can say is uh, he ain't gonna change. Um, if she's uncomfortable with uh, this woman's gonna be in his life. Mm-hmm. Sounds like, uh, you know, sounds like uh, he doesn't want her to go, you know, whether, you know, whether even if their relationship is purely platonic or not. Uh, the reality is he doesn't want her out of his life. And if she can't if she can't be in a relationship with him and her, then she needs to move on. OK, Charlie Bell, what do you think about this? I mean, that, that's pretty much the essence. I mean, I think the real issue in this relationship is she doesn't trust him. It's the trust factor, mm-hmm. you know. And she said that he cheated on me when we weren't together, weren't officially together. So <laughs> it sounds like she has a lot of real crazy expectations about people doing things to please her, right? And so to me, this is just a, a thing that I always say in relationships. I just when you give ultimatums to people, like you have to be ready to step, you know, because yeah. if if you really are trying to say that you're willing to throw away your this person who you see as the future father of your children and your husband and your life partner over a basically a woman that you don't care for i mean um and also i can speak from personal experience i've definitely i have a lot of male platonic friends that are strictly platonic i mean dino you're one of them obviously and we've been friends for years and i definitely had um boy i could have got that ass (laughs) <laughs> really then why didn't you <laughs> anyway because I'm, I'm like a gentleman uh, right like a gentleman. gentleman thug <laughs> but no but I definitely have had um, you know boyfriends or whatever who, who didn't care for some of my male platonic friends but you know I felt like it was my job to make I'm not going to you know, I think telling somebody who they can be friends with is childish and is not something that should be typically a part of a relationship. I mean, of course, there's exceptions if the homie is a drug addict or, you know, a right, pimp. Right. Or, I mean, there's right. always extremes. But yeah. typically, and this doesn't sound like an extreme. Hey, meet my friend, the pimp. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I was able to have my boyfriends or partners or whatever exposed to my friends and tell tell him stories about why you know this person means a lot to me why he's in my life and over time they accepted it because you know I was trustworthy you know right 
Well, I don't disagree with either one of you guys, but I do feel like you guys kind of let her off uh, a little easy. Um, and I, one of the reasons why I pick the questions that I pick is because I, I read a lot of I read the comments. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the comments with this one, this this one was one was that was I picked the ones that are most popular for one that have the you know a lot of comments and then a lot of times when the comments are kind of outrageous or kind of strike me as one way or the other whatever mm-hmm. I, I'll lean towards that question and <clears throat> yeah a lot of people uh, a lot of the women you know most feedback is is, is from women. <laughs> and uh, a lot of the women uh, agreed with this lady on, in one aspect or another. One lady even went so far as to say that my man can't have no no home girls, no no home, no road dogs, no little sisters, no no none of that, no no uh, female friends because I'm all of that to him. What I was like, and that's why you're single, right? <laughs> and that's why you gonna stay single, right. and that's why your man is probably stepping out on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's the one thing. Um, uh, okay, fed up. There's there's a there's a lot of stuff going on here. <laughs> First of all, you are being absolutely ridiculous and childish and childish. Uh, so to answer that your last question, yeah, you are being childish. <laughs> uh, you can't police the dick, um, and 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 neither can you know guys. You can't police you can't police the, the pussy. You, you know um, it's true. It's it, when you are in a relationship with someone, that's just a chance that you're taking. It mm-hmm. just come. That's that's. That's that's just it. That's yep. the truth of the matter. You're you're rolling the dice and you're hoping that they will remain faithful. But nobody cannot. No matter how many restrictions and whatever else you put on someone, you cannot make them, and nor can you guarantee that they will be faithful to you. No matter what, even if they adhere to um, those restrictions or pretend like they do or whatever, exactly. that is no guarantee that they're going to be faithful. Exactly. You know, um, the contrary is is more likely that you're going to run them away. That's more likely whether they cheat on you or not, uh, you will uh, end up pushing them away. <clears throat> and as a married person, I do see her side of it. And I do think that there is some room for some, you know, for uh, for, for her line of thinking to some extent. For number one, she's not married. Um, <laughs> number two. She said he cheated on her, but they weren't a couple yet. So how can he cheat on you when you're not a couple? So you need to, <laughs> right. you need to, you, you got some problems with your thinking there. And you're saying he was doing dirt and all that when you guys weren't a couple. So, mm, yeah, that's really a contradiction there. Right. Um, also, maybe she was a friend at that time. Maybe that's why she doesn't trust him because maybe she felt like, well, we were just friends and he was he was out there uh, fooling around uh, with me. So maybe uh, maybe she thinks that this other chick is uh, in a similar had a, had a, a similar uh, similar uh, uh, point in, uh, similar position, position in mm-hmm. his life. Well, even if she did, the point still remains. Everything that you and you said, and I, we all said, is still valid. She still right. can't control yeah, what he chooses but, to do. Yeah, that's and, true. Yeah, you know. But you know, yeah. Also, um, he, yeah, he said that there's uh, nothing, you know, that has gone on between them, mm-hmm. and that she's been there for him. And you know, you you should not be trying to um, make. Uh, make him choose between such a good friend, somebody who's been there for, for him through tough times. Uh, because I mean, because you're not you're not giving us anything 
that he's doing is wrong. All you're talking right. about is you, you're objecting to the friendship. So if you were saying that he spends, you know, uh, several nights a week over there or mm-hmm. he spends the night with her or he goes or, on vacations with her <laughs> you right. know, or, or something. But you're not giving us any of that. It yeah. sounds you're saying that you object to the relationship and that you don't personally like her. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so that's, that's if you if you can't give us more than that, then you the problem is on you. Right. You know, now. There are certain boundaries that he should even even as good a friend as she is, the, the more serious you guys get. And as you guys approach this, you know, the marriage stage and whatnot, there are certain boundaries that he shouldn't cross any longer if, if he is crossing them now. But you haven't. Like I said, I gave examples before um, in those type of things. You might say, OK, well, it's not fair or I'm not comfortable with you, you know, like spending the night over there mm-hmm. and that type of thing. Um, if that type of thing is going on, you have you'd have a point. But just to say you can't be friends with her at all, point blank, because I don't like her and I don't trust her, and I think you guys get you know I don't like your relationship. That's that's not cool. That's not cool, and it's not fair, and it's not right. I, I agree, and I think that this. I know you're going to be shocked, but <laughs> um, I think that this is an example of so, you know, I typically don't agree with like women do this and men do that and stereotypes. But I do think there are some things that women do consistently in relationships that tend to be self-destructive or undermining. And one of the things that I see women do in relationships is set up these false tests. Like if he doesn't do this, then he doesn't love me. You right, know, and right. this, she sounds like she's trying to make him prove that he loves her by giving up this friendship, and it's a shitty test, and it's not going to prove anything. Yeah, I don't know if that's what she's uh, intentionally trying to do, but she definitely feels some kind of way about the fact that he's kind of choosing her over him, and then also in a lot of the responses, there were uh, comments to that effect that oh, he's choosing her over you, and this and that. Well, first of all, he shouldn't have to choose. Exactly. And then second of all, you know, you're talking about somebody. Who who's been there for him ride or die for since high school. Right. We don't know how old they are, right. but since high school and uh, I, I'm assuming it's been longer than a year and five months right. since high school. Right. You know what I mean? And, right. and I understand, right. you know, and Six like I said, I, I, I am, I am married and I have some really good, really good female friends. Um, Charlie Bell, as you mentioned, you know, is one of them. I have a few that I'm the other. And, <laughs> And and like this girl, like none, I never lived with any of them, but some of them have done things like, you know, bought me food when they knew, you know, I was going through hard stuff and I didn't ask them to because I wouldn't ask them to. And they didn't tell me they just did it because they knew I wouldn't like take You're it. The homie. And yeah, they just they did stuff like that. I mean, I've had, you know. And even like Charlie Bell, you know, you like giving me surprise party. Well, not that wasn't a surprise party, but you, <laughs> you threw me a birthday party, which is like a huge thing to me because like. The only other person that's ever given me a party is my wife and um, like my family, like maybe once I I grew up pretty much without birthdays. Um, So that's like that was like a huge thing to me, you know, and there's other things, you know, that people are there for you. And then you just oh, because you're married now or getting serious with someone, you're supposed to just cut them off. Right. That's because that's not no, that's not cool. Right. So so another thing that I see people doing in relationships that I think is is also self-destructive and undermining. And I I see men and women doing this is they try to have their partner be all things to them. Right. You know, and that's bullshit. Yeah, it doesn't work. I mean, that 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 I think that's more of a like you said, I know the whatever, but. 
I, I hear and see women all the time trying to make that whether they whether it's true or not they they make that proclamation or that goal or they want like the one right. who said i can be all of that to him no you can't no, you, you can't, can't fucking be his best friend you can't be his homie you can't <laughs> no because first of all you haven't been around you know all that time or whatever right. and you're not it just you they're two different roles you're right because the homie i can say i can say anything to I the can, homie i can complain about my girlfriend to the homie <laughs> exactly right exactly and you know, can't do that to you. I can, can yeah. you know, it, it's just, it's just not possible. Yeah. It's just not possible. But I'm not saying this from a judgmental place. I'm saying this from a place of, um, I am. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying this from a place <laughs> well, of, let's go get your gavel. <laughs> I'm saying this from a place of like, once I realized that it made a huge difference in all my relationships. Like mm. once I stopped having that expectation, it it freed me up to enjoy my partner more. You know, it freed him up. It's, it's, don't realize it's a lot of fucking pressure to expect all of that of an you know of another person that's the type of yeah, pressure it's unfair too yeah it's unfair and it's the type of pressure and stress where then they will seek outside validation right. you know and not that not that you cause somebody to cheat on you i it, i don't agree with that it's you know it's always their choice and their decision but it is an Those unnecessary stress exactly that goes into relationship or even if they don't cheat i mean it, it can cause them to to pull away from you right that's what i'm saying exactly yeah. what exactly whether they do it through fucking whether they, they retreat and play video games all day right or whatever it is or go hang out with all their friends you know right, as much the as they bar. can yeah. yeah yeah whatever it is yeah. But I think it's just a it's just a, a healthy relationship thing is to not expect any one person to be all things to you because it's just it, it they can't right they can't they can't and they shouldn't and you shouldn't want them to be and you shouldn't need them to be and you should not ask them to be right yeah. like I used to want to always talk to my boyfriend like he was my girlfriend's and then it it wasn't <laughs> working right and then I was like why do I need to talk to him like my girlfriend's I have girlfriends right you know what I mean so then that like created mm-hmm. that lifted a lot of pressure off of our relationship right oh man yeah so fed up <laughs> fed up you, you sound I don't know how old you are but you sound um, young. pretty young and immature so you need to you got some maturing to do and some growing up to do but it's not just you because uh, a lot of the ladies who made similar comments on this thread were plenty uh, grown and but, I bet uh, they have some terrible relationships <laughs> yeah I, 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 yeah I, I bet most of them are single um, but yeah this so that's 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 our uh, that's our take on your So-called dilemma. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 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 You've got mail. So, this is uh, Big B's response to... uh, (laughs) To the City Awards episode. What's going on, the Shiznit Show Network? And crew. <laughs> this is your man, Big B. I come to you today with trouble on my heart. 
You see, recently we were nominated for a Shiznit <laughs> Show Award. <laughs> and we were shafted. <laughs> I, said, I put it out there, we were shafted. You see, no disrespect to any other show. You see, we brought content. We brought conversation. We brought comedy. We brought sexual harassment. Music. <laughs> okay. And even that though part. you planted Miss Charlie Bell, <laughs> you are planting now. Off course. <laughs> Wait a minute. You are plotting a plan to throw him mm-hmm. off course. Hey, Charlie. I'm. <laughs> hey. hey. You see, you're doing that shit again. <laughs> Even though you put Miss Charlie Bell there to distract me. I'm the podcast Matahari. <laughs> Even though you hung up on us. Multiple times. <laughs> so, I just want to let you know that my lawyer, Harvey Finkelstein... Of the law firm of Dewey Cheatham and Howe will be contacting you with a cease and desist of the Shiznit Award <laughs> until a proper investigation can be done. That's all I got to say, man. Oh, man. Oh, him feelings was hoit. I have to say. <laughs> rejection, double rejection. You know what, though? I feel like now we need a new category for best feedback award mm-hmm. and he definitely definitely wins the prize for the best feedback award <laughs> <laughs> that shit was dope that was the best feedback ever yes. ever so if you want to feedback if you want to give us feedback make sure you have production value make sure you have a soundtrack make sure you have a script Cause uh, yeah, cause it looks like the best uh, feedback award for 2015 uh, looked like Big B got that on lock already <laughs> early. I got a text from Big B. It says too little, too late. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. You better talk to Harvey Fingerstein at, at Dewey Cheatham and Howe and uh, you know converse about that. But see what, see what, yeah, see what, see if uh, they might be willing to settle. But, uh, Nothing but love for the IDS uh, crew. From my crew to yours, Big B. Thank you, sir, for that feedback. We appreciate that. But you were not shafted. No, not <laughs> not in the least. First of all, only uh, was it was it three three fifths of your crew showed up. <gasps> only three fifths of your crew bothered to show up. That uh, those niggas marked the dock Wiley and. Uh, the 15 motherfucking word assassin them niggas you know we wasn't even worth them showing up so they disrespected us like that out the gate you do not disrespect <laughs> but that's cool we appreciated the, you know the queen and big b and drew baby doll we appreciated y'all showing up you know and we, we had a good time we did we Great. did have a good time but uh you guys come back uh on again uh this year and uh we'll see we'll see if you guys can uh make another run for the best podcast guest of 2015 and by the way big b 
uh, the Shiznit crew still waiting for their invitation to the In Deep show. Ooh. Nigga, what? What about that part right there? What? Now who been shafted? Shaft. Nigga, what? Yeah, I said it. I said it. (laughs) Damn right. Damn right. And learn the name of my show and my network, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) He's a complicated man. No one understands him. But, uh, all right. Well, with that, um, I got a couple of... um, A shout-out real quick. I promised um, a new listener... Uh, Cinderella, Cinderella Diaz. That's her real name too. Oh, cool! Um, shout out to you. Uh, she is a she listen. Uh, she's also a big basketball fan, so she'll be listening to the Hoopla show too. And uh, so, shout out to her. My great grandmother's name is Cinderella. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I asked her. I was like, "Is that your real name?" She's like, "It is. I promise." I was like, "No, I believe you." <laughs> I just had to ask. I just had to ask. You know, it, it's pretty name, mm-hmm. and it fits her. She, she's pretty. She's beautiful. So um, and she wears glass slippers. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, uh, but anyway, uh, with that, uh, happy two fifteen, happy twenty fifteen, everybody. And you know, we uh, expect to bigger and better things this year, um, including bigger and better things from our listeners. So you guys get on on. Um, what is a Stitcher and give us five stars. We've, we've fallen out of the uh, the top 100. So that's because you guys are slipping. You guys haven't been giving us reviews. We need you guys to give us our reviews. Go in there, click five stars, and, and tell everybody how much you love the Shiznit Show and the uh, the Hoopla Show and Pot of Thrones and the network, you know? Because uh, we're the Shiznit. Yeah, it goes, that, that goes a long way for us, you know? Give us, give us, uh, give us some feedback, you know? Uh, we got numerous ways you can give us feedback. We have social media. We got Twitter and Facebook and email and voicemails and all kind of all ways. We make it as easy as possible for you guys to give us feedback. So uh, do that, please. Um, we need that. We, we take your feedback and we actually apply it to... You know, the show, the, you know, your suggestions and your comments. Oh, another sh- a big shout out to uh, Chad Samuel Jr., sir. I am sorry. I We were supposed to shout you out on, on a Hoopla show uh, yesterday. That was my bad spirit. Asked me to remind him, and I forgot. But uh, big looking out, um, good looking out. Um, we appreciate it, and I don't want to get into what, what it is, what it's about. You know what it's about, and we appreciate that, and appreciate you being such a loyal fan and listener. And uh, and speaking of which, you you were in Hawaii. You could have met uh, Chad Samuel Jr. because that's where he's from. He's from Hawaii. Oh, what? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, a brother living in in Aloha State. All right. Well, I'm coming. I'm coming back to your state, Chaz. I will we'll definitely. Yeah, I don't it. have to find out. Chaz, hit me up and tell me what island you live on, so I can tell Charlie Bear where to find you. Heck yeah. Y'all could uh, kick it, do some sh- some shooters or something. But don't tell Big B. Don't tell Don't tell Big B. But he he's married though, so you know, oh yeah. Never you mind. guys just have to get we together could do a luau. and, and, and hang out. Yeah, you, you bring his <laughs> wife and y'all. You know, y'all can kick it. Yeah, you, you know, and his wife is Jamaican, so you know, you don't want. Oh, no, yeah. yeah, they crazy. No. They, she'll cut you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she'll cut you. Don't fuck with them. No, you don't fuck with the Jamaican. You know, Big B's Jamaican. Uh, yeah, that's, that, that answers a lot of questions. There huh? it does. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, right. Jamaicans. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Shoot. My, 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 shoot. my little sister CJ, she's Jamaican. Oh, but anyway, all right, y'all. So until uh, next week, um, this is uh, for uh, Damon the Weasel Stanifer, Charlie Bell, this is Dion Red. Holla at your boy and uh, 
tell somebody. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. We interrupt this podcast to tell you about Latone Hart and the 730 Show. Pop, pop, pop culture from the dark side. He's a jackass. 730. Resisting arrest, eating dry ramen noodles, stalking my ex on Facebook. Yeah, I may need medicine. Blacker than chewed up tobacco. The 730 Show. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spreaker.